0: Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. we are right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. It is driven by Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Tim McKernan and Action Jackson with you to the top of the hour when BK and Ferrario take over. And right now, it is our pleasure to welcome to the program the great Darren Pang. Morning, Panger. I don't feel really great right now. To oh be no! Yeah. Let me let me let me yeah. talk you through it. Jackson's better at helping people, but but let's let's workshop this. What's the problem? Well, I, you know, John Kelly and I did our best
1: last night in Arizona. I hopped on a red <laughs> eye here in Detroit uh, at the morning skate, getting ready for a TNT game tonight. So I I'm not in my bed. I need another coffee. I need to percolate a little bit more, get things going. I but lo- I did I, have a good I, hot stove with a bunch of the uh, the former Blues. And uh, had David Perron and Jake Wallman and Billy Huso and and uh, Robbie Fabry. And we were throwing things, throwing things around. And they were asking a lot of questions about how the boys are doing and how they're hanging in there. So still, they're far away, but they still care about what's going on in
0: St. Louis. Yeah. What was it like to uh, to see those guys? I know the Red Wings uh, have a a good young core, certainly struggling as of right now. But uh, what did they uh, what did they have to say?
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, they've gone through a little bit of what the blues have gone through. They were, they, they, you know, I'm not saying overachieve, but they put themselves in a playoff position. They're beating good teams. They have this, you know, new culture and new competitiveness going on here in Detroit. And, and then they lost a couple of games to Ottawa. They made some moves and they made some trades. And, you know, we know what that's like in St. Louis when that happens. And especially the Ryan O'Reilly trade just kind of sucks a little life out of you. And it takes a little bit of that jump out of you and that hope out of you. So I think they're feeling the same way here, but all in all, I think they've got something going really, really, really good here in, uh, in Detroit. So, um, but it's an interesting, you know. You know, Tim, that you, you uh, like you, you just listen to them and they're like Billy Huso walks in and goes, "Yeah, I watched that game last night." And David Prawn's like, "You watched the whole game? It's get some sleep already." And you know, he says, <laughs> it, you know like Billy says, "You watched the game?" And David goes, "Yeah, of course I watched the game. I watched, you know." So I mean, they still, uh, you know, there's still that that attachment and that care for uh, you know for some of the buddies that are that are still there in St. Louis.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Blues losing last night to the Coyotes, Panger in Detroit, as he will be on the TNT broadcast of the Blackhawks and the Red Wings this evening. What did you think of what uh, Doug Armstrong had to say on Friday, Panger, as the trade deadline uh, came to a close? And, of course, the Blues, one of the most active participants from the seller side. And really what was a straightforward message, which I think uh, most fans really appreciate, uh, that hey, this is going to be a process, but this is something that we had to do, and here is what our timeline is to get back to where we want to be. What did you think of what Doug Armstrong had to say? Well, the best part that I that
1: I thought he said was, uh, you know, everybody wants to put a number on it. They want to they want to call it a, a retool. They want to call it a reboot. They want to call it a whatever they want to call it. And he says, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but I, I but I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so so you, you know. You, <laughs> You know, you you you, you trust the, the man that's uh, put the Blues in an unbelievable position for the. I mean, I've been here fourteen years, and you know, it's uh, it's only the third time that the team has missed the playoffs, and one of them was by one point, and they still almost had yeah. five points. So, yeah, you know, but but you know, at, you know, at this particular point, um, you know, you look to the future. You got to figure out what went what. What, what happened? What went wrong? Why was it not as competitive? Why was the team not as consistent um, as they were last year? They had 109 points. What did they do? Was it one player leaving and David Perron? Was it, you know, was it, uh, was, it, was it that kind of formula that, uh, that is missing? Um, and I, I mean, I, I think Army's a straightforward guy. He probably had more press conference that he wanted to have down the stretch. Um, and then, you know, addressing the emotions of Torupchenko's comments and then of the coach's comments and then of Robert Thomas's comments to, to back up the players. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, thought one part of me said that's healthy. You know, I like that Robert Thomas stepped up after, you know, after what was said and somewhat challenged or questioned by, by Craig Berube. I was like, that's, that's great. I, you don't want meek and mild. You don't want guys sitting back there going, Oh yeah. You know, he stepped out and said, we do care. You're wrong. And I, I, I liked that a lot. And, uh, And so, you know, I I, and I think we've all been in some some form in an organization. It doesn't have to be sports, but you can be somewhere where you know that morale is down. You've been on how many how many radio stations have you been on carrying the low panger? I have been on every low powered AM station in the Midwest like you and Jackson have been trying to carry it and sometimes morale's high, sometimes it's low. You hear about ratings and ratings are low. Oh my goodness, everybody, ratings are high. Oh, we're the best in the world. I mean, I think, you know, that's, that's just natural and I think the, the Blues players are going, you know, through that right now. And then, you know, last night, the first game for Jacob Veron it's only, what, a, not even half a dozen for, for Kasperi Kapanen. And there were mm-hmm. times last night where they look like an NHL team and there were times last night that they, they've got a long way to go. So um, this is going to be a real... You know the evolution of having young players take over the reins and play against the other team's top players. But um, anyway, it's going. Challenge is going to be that uh, we keep. You know, you keep the spirit going, and hopefully, the Blues fans do the same thing and understand and come out on Thursday night, tomorrow night, and and uh, give them support. And the Blues give them a hard hockey game.
0: I, uh, I said to the audience in the previous segment uh, to send in any questions they may have for, for you. And this is when I was going to ask anyway, because I'm curious what you are hearing and anything that you have seen with regards to Connor Bedard. So this comes from the 618. Is it realistic for the Blues to pay any price and do whatever they can possible to move to the number one pick? I thought this sounded ridiculous at first, but the more I hear and see of Connor Bedard, I think it's an absolute must. Uh, the Blues currently with a five percent chance of uh, winning the NHL lottery. What have you? Uh, first off, there is that question. If you would like to tend to that, and then also, I'm curious what you have heard and or seen anything with regards to Bedard, Panger. Well, the you know the the, the numbers. I mean, if a
1: team has an 18 percent chance of of winning the first overall pick, well, the rest of the league has you know, a 90% or 82% chance or whatever the math is. I mean, so there's no, there, there's no guarantees. I mean, here I am in Detroit and there was a couple of years where they, they were in the number four spot and the number six spot and they didn't, they didn't move from the number four, to the number six spot. And then there was a year that Philadelphia went from number 12 to number two, you mm-hmm. so know, moved up the maximum 10 spots. I mean, there's no guarantees that you can even trade your picks to the worst team in the NHL and, and guarantee that you're going to get the first overall pick. So I mean, you're you're, you're going to get a you're going to get a good player if you're in that, you know, if you're picking, I think in that probably that top ten, uh, in the draft. I mean, you're gonna you're you're gonna get a guy that's going to be solid for you in the future. But you know, would Doug Armstrong make a maneuver? You know, to to send one of his three draft picks to a team and do the old Montreal Canadiens Sam Pollock move way back in the '70s and get Guy Lafleur? Hey, listen, I, I don't put put anything by Army and what what's up his sleeve. Um, and then how he, how he does it is stealth-like. But, uh, you know, most of his moves get done just before the, the draft, babe. He's never been a guy that's done a whole lot at the trade deadline day. This year, maybe a special situation with all the UFAs, and he moved them out at the right time, got his assets, got his picks, and he's loaded right now So with, with picks. And, and that's, that's a great thing for the future of the club.
0: Darren Pang with us. I know you got to go when you're tending to your business for TNT. Always enjoy the conversation, Panger. Thank you so much, especially on short rest. An impressive performance on short rest when you needed it and you delivered it. And I know Jackson and I are very appreciative. Well, I was looking for more from Jackson. Like, I needed a, a co analyst for this segment. And I he didn't really feel up big. I, I really I, did. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's That's been disappointing for, for years, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> it's your brand. <laughs>
1: Yep. well, well, Jackson, that was really well put. Thank you for that. Yeah,
0: that's my one contribution. I guess it's a W. <laughs> yeah,
1: there it was. Thank you, Panger. Thanks, Panger. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow night at the game because I know you both will
0: be there. That's right. <laughs> Darren Pang with us here from Detroit. Uh, all right, uh, we got to go ourselves as well, but he's on uh, hes on responsibilities for TNT, and I believe he is going to be sitting down with uh, some players and coaches up in Detroit. Uh, so we will be shutting it down as BK and Ferrario will be coming in next uh, for Action Jackson. I am Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by asked St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN.